0: What is going on? What is going on? Guys, you probably thought I quit. You probably... And gal, sorry. You probably thought I quit. You probably thought I walked away and never wanted to record a podcast again. But guess what? I'm back. So welcome back to another episode. Number episode 60. That means you have 59 more episodes before this. I think I have a couple of episodes in there that I didn't really number, but I kind of wanted to explain a couple things. But anyways... You probably have 59 more episodes before this, and uh, just they're good, valuable content. So if you're just now starting to listen to me and you're just now starting in the car business, I suggest you go back and start listening to those episodes. Now, please, please, please bear with me. You have to get through the first five episodes, Um, the music and all that, it's horrible. But what I wanted to do was leave it there because I want to kind of show you the progression of what I did um, doing uh, the podcast. So... Anyways, I know you have wanted, Hopefully you have wanted to hear from me in a while. And yes, I'm doing the what do I like to call this, the car podcast. So I'm in my car driving and uh, you might hear some background noise. But the good news is I'm back. I just had to take a little bit of a break and it really wasn't a break. And the thing is, guys, one thing I want to do and gal, sorry. The one thing is I wanted to provide you all with valuable information. And um, I want to give you all good content. And it felt like the last couple of episodes, I was zoning out when I was talking, and uh, I was kind of being repetitive with what I've said before. Now once again, I really haven't got to interview anybody. I'd love to interview somebody, because I think that's gonna add more good content. And I think it will give you guys uh, a starting point, or not a starting point, but it'll give you information from a different perspective other than mine, and we can walk through and guide through some things. But, and you know, I have a couple of y'all hitting me up with different uh, ideas for podcast episodes. Mark, I want to tell you, I appreciate you a lot because you hit me up a lot with all new episode ideas. Um, but it's just one of those things where I wanted to take at least a week off and kind of think to myself, and I, and I observe things that go on in the dealership that I want to talk about and sometimes I don't I don't always remember. But I wanted to just kind of sit there and, and, and clear out my mind and not even think about a whole lot for at least a week and a half. Because regardless, regardless, I want y'all to know like I literally go to work every day and I go wanting to accomplish a lot. And I, as of probably about a week ago, I've been able to actually focus at work. I've been able to actually call internet leads. Um, work on building my people a lot more than what I used to. So, and, I, and before I get into the details of the, the, the episode, what I'm going to do, um, but before I get into that, let me just tell y'all real quick, I'm, I'm going way off this. It's like I'm a rookie at this, guys. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. But um, for those of y'all who don't know me, my name's Tony Story. I'm the host of this uh, podcast, Car Sales 101. If y'all want to know where to find me, find me on Facebook, Tony, S-T-O-R-I-E. Find me on Instagram, at TNT Dad. 2728. And if y'all know how to get my Instagram uh, up, please let me know. I don't know how to get a whole lot of followers. I don't want to pay for them. I want it to be more natural and organic. The other thing is, if you want to find me on LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Those are the three platforms to find me on. Um, I'm more active on Instagram and Facebook than what I am anything. If you want to hit me up, private message me, DM me, text message me, I guess, or whatever they do through LinkedIn, just hit me up either way. I always respond back to them. Um, I think I do, but if I don't respond back to them in a, in a, in a, in a, right away, I do it in a, in a manner, a timely manner. So once again, guys, I do appreciate y'all for listening. If you do find this content valuable on whatever platform you are on, please give me a five star review or whatever the platform you're on, you have to just give me a review. I really, truly appreciate it. And just share this information with anybody. Whether you got a DM, text message, private message them. Just give it out. Get it out to people in their hands and stuff like that. I really, truly appreciate y'all for all listening to me. I'm um, up to I think three three hundred listens per episode. So it, I obviously um, have gotten somewhere with this. So the information y'all just listening to this just makes me. Feel awesome about it. The reason why is because I started this. I didn't even think I was going to do any good at it. I still don't think I'm any good at it because I think I say um a lot. I think I repeat myself a little bit. Um, I think I kind of talk in circles sometimes. But obviously, there's enough of you out there that that listen to the content, so I truly, truly appreciate it. So, what I'm going to talk about this episode. I'm going to get into it here in a little bit. I'm going to kind of go back to what I've been going through. Uh, I'm going to talk about um, its attention. Detail is it's. All in the all in the attention to detail. Okay, that's really all it is in the car business, um, and I'm gonna get into that here in a little bit. But before I get started, I want to let y'all know I do sell car. I do work at a dealership, an Infinity dealership. It was a failing dealership. It was by far one of the most, I would say. Man, how do I put this? It was ran like it like you can't even believe a dealership could be run that way. Employee morale was at its all time low. Um, they weren't making any money. It was just some of the things that you, it's things that you've seen in the car business that you didn't think exist, or if they did exist, how could they operate that way? The good news is we're turning a lot of around last month. All my salespeople, except for two of them, one was a new guy and one, um, just he just I don't think car sales is his thing. He ain't selling cars. But other than that, all of my salespeople sold nine cars that month or more. So I was really happy and really excited about that. The morale's up. Everybody got paid this time. So a lot of things are changing and they're and they're going in the right direction. So, but with that being said, it involves a lot of time for me. You know, me being a manager. Um, when I moved, when I would drive home at night, because I'm telling you guys, I would make so many decisions throughout the day, and it was managing. Personalities that I didn't have really anything to talk about. My mind was seriously mush when I went home. I just wanted to, I didn't even listen to my own podcast for a while. Not my personal podcast, but the podcast that I listened to. I didn't even listen to those anymore. I was literally to the point where reading books, I wasn't getting any information out of them. I was just reading a book because I told myself I need to read at least 10 pages every night. And that was the things I was going through. So just to let y'all know, you know, your managers, they do go through states in their in their mind. You know, depression, questioning whether, you know, they're doing the right thing. Uh, I, I, I do get depressed. I would say my I allow my mind to play tricks on me quite easily. Um, and it's a bad thing of mine. But like I told y'all, I'm naturally an introvert. I naturally was never supposed to go out and talk to people. Um, I don't like talking to people. I don't enjoy it. Um... But when I got into car sales, I'm still an introvert at heart. But I, I felt like you know this is something I could truly do, so I decided to, you know get out there more and learn and uh, talk to people more. But one of the things is is me being an introvert at heart and not always having the ability to talk to somebody. Um, I talk to myself a lot, and one of the bad things with me is is I try to hold. I, 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 There are certain people that I hold to the same standard that I'm at, and it's frustrating because, you know, I see things that they do, and I'm like, why can't you just do this? And so I wish normally, and I even did this when I was in calibration, I always try to find the most efficient way to do things. But the thing was, is I would sit there and hold people to my same standards, and I can't always do that. um, But I can kind of do that when I'm in a management state of mind, especially when I'm coaching people. But the problem is, is you know, I can't just let things go. Um, I always admit what's going on. I, I, I always kind of, I never back down from you know confrontation, which is not a bad thing. I think it's a very good thing because I think sometimes when you have an issue with the manager or salespeople, you address it up front. Cause if you don't, they don't know what happened and you're eating the poison that they're not even feeding you. So that's the kind of the thing I, I've got to, I've, I, I had to get around when I first got into the car business. But with that being said, you know, one of the main things is that um, I do have problems. I do have issues. You know, I'm married, been married 17 years. I got two kids. I have family issues. I have kid issues. I have a lot. And I just felt me taking a break for, um, about a week and a half would have done my mind right. And it really has, you know, I'm reading this one book, uh, by David Goggins, man, I can't think of what it is, but it's David Goggins. He used to be a Navy SEAL. I cannot remember what it is, but man, if you get to read a book, I'm only 50 pages into it. I literally picked this book up and I can't put it down. But get a chance to read this book. But anyways, I'm going to I'm gonna give you more content on another episode that I do on Wednesday. But I want to hit y'all up three times a week like I have been. But there is going to be some times that I'm going to go dormant. I'm going to go into a quiet moment. So guys, I just wanted to let y'all know. Um, but anyways, before I get started with this, de- uh, it's all in the details. Um, just give me one minute, okay, guys? I'm still getting sponsored. They didn't take my sponsorship away, okay? They still love me. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but just give me one minute. Listen to the crap. If any of y'all are starting out in the car business, I just had a guy hit me up. Man, I can't remember his name, but he just hit me up appreciating it. And he's young in the car business he said, man, start your own story. Start putting content out there. Let people know what it is that you're talking about. Because the reason why is, you know, we all have different paths in the car business. We all have different perceptions. We all have different um, areas that we're in. And with y'all, you guys, you know, putting, you know, actually recording it, because I think one of the greatest things is nowadays, we can record everything. We can document our own lives versus back in the days, you know, you had to have somebody follow you around. You didn't have iPhones to document stuff. You didn't have podcasts to you know, document your words. So guys, like if you can document your own stuff, that's stuff you can pass on forever. That will never go away. So please, please, do what you do what you want to do you know whether you're in the car business and you want to talk about car business or if you're in the car business and you want to talk about a specific you know brand of cars man I recommend that you do that this is that day and age where you can do all that and provide information to everybody so anyways give me one minute listen to the anchor app uh, that I recorded and I'll get back with y'all all right guys I am back so let's let's dive down deep okay guys gals peoples whatever one of the things that i've noticed in the car business and i listened to this on one of ryan stewman's uh podcasts, is that you know in the car business or any kind of sales business sales tend to take that tendency that you know i don't i'm not a detail-oriented guy and i've had a couple sales salespeople that wanted to get promoted into finance and any of y'all that have been in finance or that want to get promoted into finance or that are managers, you know for a fact that you need to be very detail-orientated. Because if the next level where you wanna be at is be a manager, you have to be t- detail-orientated. And if you're not, and you claim that, and you still sell cars, the problem is I won't look at you to be a manager. Because I need to have somebody that I can trust, that can pay attention to details. But one of the key things I've noticed about people that don't pay attention to details is it does cost them money. You know, you sit there and we all have that egotistical mindset, you know, Um, I'm better than everybody else. And and I'm not saying that you're not good, we all should be A type personalities, but at the end of the day is, you need to pay attention to detail. So for instance, the customer, when they give you your address, one of the key things I always do when I get a customer's address, I sit there and say, where where is that at? The reason why I do that is, because me personally, I always tell a customer I'm always looking for a house. Because technically I could always be looking for a house, a brand new house to buy. But the reason why I do that is I try to reference them and I try to remember things about them uh, and where they live. So for instance, I'm in the Houston area. I live in Richmond, Rosenberg, which is Southwest Houston. And they tell me if they live in Spring, I know that's North Houston. I know I've looked up houses that way and I've been interested in possibly building a house at one point in time up there. And I'll talk about things. So the next time that customer comes in, I know where they live. They live in spring, right? And those are the little things. Now, I'm not saying this is what helps me remember remember, remember names, but this is what I think used to set me out above all other salespeople in the car business, because I would ask them where they live. I'd always ask them where they work. And the reason why is because when you ask somebody where they work, they'll typically always tell you. When they do that, what it will do is it will uh, do one of two things. It'll spark up another conversation of interest, or it'll um, sit there and give you something else to remember them about. So I always ask, hey, what do you do for a living? And if they say something that I've never heard of before, even if they've said something that I have heard of before, I try to reference it and try to relate As whereas I know that they do this or I know somebody that does that, that it's similar to what they do and we can kind of talk on a common ground or a common level. Now, if I have no clue what they do, I always like to ask them, can you explain a little bit? And the reason why is, is it it opens up. People love to talk about themselves. They naturally love to talk about themselves. And when they open up and they explain stuff, what you'll do whenever you're listening to their conversation or you're listening to what they're talking about, you'll pick up stuff. You'll pick up things here, pick up things there, and you pick up those little nuggets. When you pick up those little nuggets, you put them in your mind. So when it comes down to negotiations or if the customer leaves and they don't buy a car from you, you remember the details of what they said. When you remember the details of what they say, you can reignite that conversation with them and say, hey, how's work going? You know, I remember you said you worked for this company and that you did this, this, and this. How's everything going at work? Well, it's going great. Okay, well, I'm just calling you to touch base. you. Yeah, I know you came in the dealership uh, about a couple of days ago. You didn't, you know, you had to go home and think about it. I know you're busy at work because of, of what you told me, and man, it's like it still blows my mind what you do for work. Um, but at the end of the day, I just wanted to see if there's anything else we could do or if you've made a decision between the models that y'all are choosing from. And the other thing is really listen to the customer. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking to y'all on a very surface level right now, but I'm telling you guys, you really need to take it to the granular level of listening to what they say, what they what they do, where they work. For instance, if they tell you they're looking at different models, I have a bad memory about this. Not bad, I have a great memory about this, but I'll listen to what models they tell me. And what I do is, for instance, I had a customer on, it was Friday or Saturday. She was looking at three different, three or four different trim levels. Sorry, I was taking a drink of water. She was looking at three different trim levels, or three different vehicles, one being a Lincoln, um, one being a Lexus, one being an Acura, and then there was us. And the thing is, is you know, when I call her up later on, or if I have the salespeople when I go to, uh, talk to that conversation to the salesperson, I'll say, hey, just touch base with her, ask her how she liked the Lexus. Because she did go to the Lexus dealership, she didn't like the customer service she got there. She's always been an accurate buyer. And the very last one was the Lincoln. So she's needing to knock those out. But if, once, I, once I paid attention to the detail, if I call her up and say, hey, did you, you know, I got you the numbers, I uh, just want to know if you made a decision what you're doing is you're being very bland what you're doing is you're not treating her like a customer and you're just treating her like a number and what you really really need to do is say hey you know remember when you came in here and you said you were um looking at the act or you you know you test over the accuracy, you gave it to your daughter and you're you know you're currently in the market and you looked at the link and have you looked at the lincoln yet like you said because i know you didn't enjoy your experience at lexus um i was wondering just kind of where we're at you know are we still in the mix are we still in the front running or did we get knocked out by somebody? Or is there any information that I can provide you with? Because if you call her and you just ask her that, what you've done is pretty much gave her a blank face and you named her QX50 Lease Buyer. You haven't named her, you know, Shannon Smith or whatnot. You haven't gave her her name. You've given her a blank QX50 is the lady that wants to buy the QX50 and not Shannon Smith, the lady that does this, this, and this. And that's the thing, that's what I'm talking about, attention to detail. Um, so that's one of the things I like for y'all to kind of focus on more is attention to detail to the customer. Now the next thing is is pay attention to detail when you're working on a deal with your managers, okay? And for instance, when you sit there and you get the driver's license, when you sit there and you get the insurance card, when you sit there and you do all the paperwork, make sure you pay attention to the detail of what you're doing. And the reason why you do that is because when you, if you ever wanted to, want to one day be in finance, you're gonna be in charge of the dealership's money. And if I can't trust you, or if a manager can't trust you to get one simple signature on a VIN verification form, how are we gonna expect you to do that on an odometer statement? How are we going to expect you to get a contract funded that is out there for sixty? That's outstanding out there for sixty thousand dollars, and it's just those small little things that you kind of have to take into account and in consideration. I personally want you to be very detail orientated, but not to the point where it suffocates you, not to the point where it doesn't where it prevents you from selling a car. But I expect you to get the simple details out of the way to whereas all the paperwork's straight, everything's in order, and you have all the signatures. And what happens sometimes is we as salespeople, me, we get so easy, egotistical and we think, well, I'm selling you lots of cars. I can I can cut corners. And you can't, you really can't, because what it will do, and, and I know this from personal experience, when my mind got too big and my head got too big and I got too egotistical and I didn't pay attention to detail. my my sales started slipping. You know, I could notice it was three or four units a month that I was missing out on because I wasn't paying attention to detail and I was having to make up for business that I've already sold. And that's the thing. That's one of the main key things. If you don't pay attention to detail and you sell a car or vehicle and you don't do the right things, that's business that's going to keep you from selling another car because you didn't provide that right customer service, that right delivery system, whatever it may be, you didn't do it right because you didn't provide that right attention to detail um so i'm just kind of looking back and forth at my time and everything like that but guys one of the key one of the key elements i can always tell you in the car business when you pay attention to detail everything else falls in place when you don't pay attention to detail and you think well it'll happen how it happens it doesn't happen that way so like if you're sitting there and you and you pay attention to detail on every little thing everything falls in place I'm talking with how you follow up with customers um, that you're working out of the CRM, whether they be internet leads. How you um, do, uh, you know, handle the customers. How you talk to them. You know, how you provide every sort of level of customer service. If you pay attention to detail, literally, everything else will fall in place, and it makes for easier, smoother days and transactions. And that's one of the key things. That's one thing I've kind of learned. Um, trying to manage my day a little bit better I wouldn't say I wouldn't pay attention to detail but one of the things I was doing is I'm very detail orientated but I was cutting corners and not fulfilling everything completely and so now that I've I've taken inventory of what I've done I, I finish everything so that I know if I have to go back to it I know exactly where I left off at and I didn't forget to do this and so, guys, that's one of the key things I could tell you from the takeaway from me being in the car business and me being at the level I am. You really need to pay attention to detail. Once you do that, everything else will fall into place. But I'm getting towards the end of my time here, guys. You know, I really, truly appreciate y'all for listening. Once again, if y'all want to connect with me, connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Connect with me on Instagram at tntdad2728, LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. Don't forget, guys, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure. And the last thing is we all win when when we all win. So if you find this information valuable, make sure you share it with people through text message, DM, private message, screenshot. I really don't care. But let's get this information out there. So, guys, I really, really truly appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all giving me the time to take a week off and relax. And I promise you I'm going to continue to bring bring y'all more fire and more podcasts. Just make sure y'all bear with me. Listen to me. I love you guys. Peace.